stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Gabe has called it a bit of a mirage, but it is something. Packers rookies reporting to training camp today. Veterans report on Tuesday. It's a mirage, you know, like the equator, guys. <laughs> it doesn't really exist, but it sort of exists. It's there. It exists in your mind. Um, so, rookies report today. We talked to Jason Wildey a little bit earlier in the show. If you missed any of that, you can find it, of course, on Wisconsin On Demand, wherever you get your podcasts. We asked him, who is the rookie that is most likely to make the biggest impact right away? Uh, and he threw out uh, Tyreek Carpenter, a safety, who I don't think a lot of people know. Seventh round pick from Georgia Tech. But he said there needs to be... A lot of improvement on special teams. That's not a mystery. That's not a question. This is something that we know. They obviously changed the coaching so that that would be something you know that would hopefully help in that process. Um, but he thinks that these guys are going to have to contribute on special teams. Chris Barnes was another guy he mentioned. He, of course, is not a rookie. But who is the guy that you think from this rookie class, Chu, that is going to have the immediate impact, the most immediate, the biggest impact immediately this year? I would say Devontae Wyatt. D-Lines has been a problem uh, for the team for years. I mean, they have a great one in Kenny Clark, but after that, the talent kind of drops off. Um, so he's going to be very important. And I'm still from the old school of Ron Wolf. You have a great defense with a solid defensive line and two really good corners. They've got the two really good corners. They actually have probably two and a half. Uh, but the D-line needed upgrading. I think this kid will help. He's got to stay healthy, and he cannot hit the rookie wall, which is a real thing. But I think that for him, I just feel like he's going to rotate through the most, right? Like when you take a look at what they might do with inside linebacker and Quay Walker, like the way they play sub-packages so much in the NFL, you would assume that Devondre Campbell's still going to be on the field, and he'll kind of, Walker will kind of rotate in and out, where Wyatt's just going to be part of a const, consistent defensive line rotation where you're just going to be rotating that, guys around Kenny Clark. That's fine, but we all know the most important down in football is third down. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you can get off the field on third down, I mean, first and second down, yeah, great. You want to you want to keep them in third and long, but it all comes down to third down, and you have to create some push in that pocket to make it easier for the edge guys because we have two pretty good edge guys where they just can't help. You know, I mean, we talked about it for years. Kenny Clark will be even better if he's got someone to take the pressure off him. But when you can constantly double-team him, it just makes life hard. And I think that's why they struggled defensively for, for years. Especially against the run, where they just, okay, we get this big guy out of the way, we can take everybody else yeah. one-on-one, open up some pretty big holes. I, I want to keep an eye on Sean Ryan, just because... The offensive line has question marks with the injuries that they have. Who knows what they do with Elton Jenkins when Elton comes back? Who knows when he comes back, if he's going to be a right tackle, if he's going to be a left guard, still next to David Bakhtiari. It appears Ryan's going to be more of a guard, and those two guard spots are more or less up for grabs. Yes, you know the name of John Runyon Jr., and he was able to play effectively at times. Um, they really liked Royce Newman last year, a fourth-round pick. But I feel like he's going to be in the mix for one of those starting offensive line spots. 
on the interior. How concerned are you about, I, I don't think it's as much Elton Jenkins because of, of his injury being a little more routine, him coming back from it on a more normal timeline, but how concerned are you about David Bakhtiari and holding down that left side? I mean, if, if I'm, I'm not that concerned. I, 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 we haven't heard anything about it. I think he's going to hit the ground running. He's going to be fine. I'm not, I'm not concerned about so it. So the only thing, and I was thinking about this the other day, was the only thing that really like made people concerned was the way that Matt LaFleur addressed the inquiry about him when he said, kind of, we expect him to be ready for week one, but we expect him to be ready for week one last year. Or not week one, but we expected yeah, him to be ready to go at the end of last year. year. Um, and then people were like, whoa, whoa, what does that mean? Do you think that he was just kind of like... Uh, it's not due diligence, but where you just kind of like put it out there in case there's some issue so you don't get stuck again, you know, in the crosshairs of, well, you said he was going to be back. Lafour also said that he thought that he, if they would have made the NFC Championship game that Bakhtiari might have been able to play in that. Yeah, but what so if, if they think that Bakhtiari was going to be able to play the NFC Championship game, I think he should be able to play week one, six months or seven months, whatever it is. Later. But what if he's not the all pro? I think what, he will what, be. I think he will be. What are you? So, Chewie, you asked that question. What are you willing to like get away with, almost with him? Like a B player, just he just still has to be good. I just don't want to give him help. I don't think you know what I mean. I don't. I just don't want to be that. I mean, he's year ten, so he's early thirties, right? I mean, these guys play pretty long. I mean, your left tackles typically not as uh, beat up as your right tackles because most teams. And why ask Jason that? Most teams, even today, are still right-handed. And what I mean with that, the majority of your runs go to the right. That's why your right tackle is kind of a road grader. He's always been a road grader, but with the you know the the change in the league now where it's more passing, that's changed a little bit, but I just don't want to have to give the guy help. Again against you know, and I'm not talking against Joe Schmo. Yeah. I'm no, talking I- against the elite pass rushers in this league. I understand some concern because it took him a while to get over this. They figured out it was the fluid, whatever it was. But we've seen offensive linemen just within the Packers be able to come back and still be really, and pretty much who they were after multiple knee injuries. Brian Balaga, Tausch, who you can hear coming up next. Like Those guys had multiple knee injuries that they had to come back from, and they were still effective even after the second one. What, this would one you... being the first ACL, I'm not worried about um, I'm not worried about Bakhtiari. I'm just not. Would who... you Would you take... Sorry, Jen. Would you take uh, this year the same way the offensive line played last year? It needs to be better. It needs to be better. It needs huh? to be better. And they were still top 10, though, right? Ish. They need to be better because the, the help that they had to give... With the, you know, as Jason brought up, the help they needed to give when it came to um, Yash Nyman at the left tackle spot, it was, you know, that, that affected their passing game. But they were able to get away with it because Devontae Adams was so good. Now, with the guys who might struggle to get open, they might have to yeah, give Aaron no, Rodgers I, a little I, bit more time. I agree. You can't afford to be helping with your tight you ends want everyone out. because you need everybody out because you want as many possibilities for someone to get open for Aaron Rodgers. So I think the offensive line has to be better and has to more stand as a five-person unit versus the tight end staying in, getting chips from uh, you know Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon if they happen to be in the backfield because you need all hands on deck for weapons to get open. Which rookie will have the biggest impact year one? Rookies report. Report to training camp today. Action gets underway next week, Wednesday. Veterans showing up on Tuesday. I'm going to say Romeo Dobbs. So there's been a lot of attention, a lot of oxygen surrounding the wide receiver situation in Green Bay. And of course, there's going to be a lot of attention on Christian Watson and of course, Sammy 
Watkins. But Romeo Dobbs, guys, I think they're saying like the learning curve for him because of where he came from and how impactful he was in the offense in college. He could be a guy who could step in and have an immediate impact. Whereas we see Watson as more of a project, right? We know he's got to put some weight on, work on some of the drops. Uh, the word that Jason has used is wiry with him. And again, you know, this is the big boy league. You're going, it's just a larger learning curve for him to be able to make an immediate impact. So let him work through that, right? Let's let's temper expectations when it comes to what Christian can do. And let's look at Romeo Dobbs and say, this is a guy who has route running skills, athleticism, and I think he can make an immediate impact in that wide receiver game. And they need somebody to step up. So whether it's Alan Lazard or it's Sammy Watkins or it's Romeo Dobbs, I think he has the opportunity from this rookie class to have the most immediate impact on the team and on the offense. He has that speed element. That's what to me kind of gives him that opportunity because you did you need in every offense you need that threat out there that can stretch the field. So even if it's just a Corey Bradford role where you're just throwing him out there to run nine routes and just run straight down the field to kind of take the top off of a defense, that threat needs to exist, and he has that type of speed. Yeah, but the fact that Rogers Amari Rogers commented on how green these guys are, he didn't realize that he was green. I know he's not a rookie. I just see him as the wild card because I always said you got to have a C player turn into an A type season if this team wants to get to where they want to get to. Well, and if you're drafting develop, you can't swing and miss on a third round receiver. When they've missed on, he's missed on some receivers. So, who would you say? I mean, we all know if Aaron went down, the season's over. Who's the second most important? player on this offense that would be devastating if we lost because you can't say Bakhtiari because because you already lost him and you were you already lost him and you were clearly the number one seed and I think your brain goes to Aaron Jones but because you have AJ Dillon he feels like he's you know what I mean a little more expendable again I hate even saying that I don't want anybody to get hurt but but because you have somebody there you have depth at the position it does make it feel less severe even though you have depth there those are your top two playmakers Aaron Jones is your top playmaker like you lose Aaron Jones like I think everything changes drastically of what you want to do just because both those guys are going to be featured at different points as stupid as this might sound and I've said some dumb things on the show where's the equator that's under protest, by the way. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say that. I, 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 I just don't know. I just don't know. Inappropriate. I don't know what happens if they lose Sammy Watkins, because Lazard is not a Z. He can't play Z. He just can't. Why? Uh, he's too big. Uh, he's not fast enough. You know, he's a, he's a pure X. He's almost too tall to be a Z in this offense. Who's I the just, tallest Z you can think of? That I played with? I mean, they were all like, Sterling wasn't tall. Robert wasn't tall. Free wasn't tall. Uh, who else? Who am I missing? What's tall? Like 6'2"? Are we 6'2"? Yeah. yeah. And Lazar's like, what, 6'5"? I thought you were talking about like the Junus Elgowskis. <laughs> <laughs> but my a, question that's is... That's a tall Z. That's a very tall Z. I and I think I asked Jason this week, um, who would play Z if Sammy... Uh, Watkins went down. I mean, you'd say Randall Cobb, but Randall Cobb can't play a whole season at Z. Right? I just love it when you talk XYZ. Why, you guys? Uh, am I speaking Dutch? No. Oh. It's just, I don't know. I enjoy it.